understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys, and happy 15-minute Friday. I don't know if you're on your way to work, you're already at your desk, or you're free today, but either way, I know in the next eight hours, you're going to be gearing up for the fabulous weekend. So happy Friday, and let's jump right in. Today's episode is for whoever feels like right now, this time they're in, is not enough. The premise of my podcast is to help people get out of what they consider their stuck phase or their stranded phase where they feel like they're on an island all alone and not sure where to go next, how to get there, and even what direction to go in to save themselves. And I know I mention often that that is just part of the valley, that is part of the process, and there is more. But sometimes to get more, it requires more. So if you're in that place right now and you are looking to start on a personal growth journey or looking to level up or get out of this place, I've got a few quick tips for you to grow through what you go through. So let's jump right in. And I want you guys to understand this. Personal growth is intentional. It does not happen naturally. It is like a workout. It should be required of you. It should be a part of your everyday and it has to be like set in stone. You have to push yourself to do it. It doesn't happen naturally. What happens naturally is negative thoughts. What doesn't happen naturally is personal growth. And that's in whatever form you choose to do it in. But I will give you some of my tips podcasts really changed the game for me. And I'm not just saying that because I started one. I started one because they changed my life. So listening to different podcasts, especially ones that suit you. Um, there's a lot of people out there with the same message. I always just try to find the person with that I can resonate the most with. So listen to different podcasts, soulful podcasts, mindful podcasts, purpose-driven podcasts, podcasts about health, wealth, and fitness things that will make you feel better, listen to podcasts. Books, books are everything. Um, If I could say I transformed anything over this year, it's that I started to read. Truth be told, fun fact, I used to hate to read. And I thought that was like a thing. Like I used to label it like I'm not an avid reader. I just don't read. I never liked reading. I don't read. Because I thought when I used to bring a book in bed with me, I would instantly go to sleep in a couple of minutes. Well, I just sleep hard. It has nothing to do with the books because when I put myself in environments to read and now I actually um, put books on my phone most often and I, for some reason I can read them better that way. And then if, if I can't get interested, but I know it's a good read, I will download the audiobook. especially if I'm going to have a long flight or a road trip, I will download the audiobook, and that is like the best thing ever to me. So books, um, I'll list a few right now off the top of my head that are game changers. 
I'm not saying they're the top five in self-development, but there are some that um, just ring true to me right now. And in the show notes below, I will put authors, like full name and authors for you. But anything Brene Brene Brown writes is amazing. Um, I'm in the middle of Rising Strong right now and holy moly, um, that's a good book to grab. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind is one of the first books uh, my boyfriend ever pushed in my face. And it took me three times to read it because the first two, I really couldn't comprehend it. Um, But you have to really want to read it and understand it to grasp everything. But it is a game changer. It will really make you realize that the life you're living is minuscule to the wealth and that's out there and what we're taught about um, money and the way that we live our lives. So Secrets of the million, Millionaire Mind. The Four Agreements I read this year and by God, simplest tricks, four simple tricks um, or four simple concepts and simple things we all should know. But when you read this book, you realize how often we don't apply them. Like taking shit personally should not be a thing. Uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Holy moly, read it. And it's not like a a salesy book, trust me. And Magic of Big Thinking. Or no, Magic of Thinking Big. Literally, change your mindset forever. So just a few. I'll put more information about those in the show notes. But yeah, books, podcasts, um, even if you got to read articles, go to events. I have a client uh, recently that went to her first event in Houston called the Millions Conference, and she said she came back a changed woman. It's like going to college. If you've ever been to college, there's something about that switch. People will always say, it's it's funny, people will all have a different hometown, but they have that same story. When they left their home, they were one of few that wanted to be successful, and when they got to college, they were surrounded by a ton of people that were paying money to be successful. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm getting over a cold. They were surrounded by a lot of people that wanted to be successful. And so same thing with a conference. You're going from your daily work environment, your daily life, the people you typically surround yourself with that may not be on the same thing you're on. And then you go to a conference where people are paying to change their mindset and be influenced by powerful people that have already been where you want to be. Holy moly. If you could just open your ears to somebody that's where you want to be boy, does it change your mind. And then surround yourself with people, will, with people that will support you. So go to conferences. And then back to the college saying, check yourself. Will Smith said it best. I'm not the originator of this. Look in your phone and look at the last five people that text you. Are they saying something supportive, motivational? Are they backing you up? Are they pushing you to the next level? Are they holding you accountable? If they're not doing any of those things, I'm not saying they got to go but they can't be a priority right now. In order for you to get out of your place, you can't be dealing with other people's shit. End of story. It will bring you down. So check who you surround yourself with. Start to find some new friends. And I'm not playing the blame game on anybody, but some of the people you surround yourself with could be part of the responsibility of why you put yourself in the situation you're in. You just never know. Find a way. This is another thing. Find a way to reverse the negative self-talk. And we just talked about this. 90% of your subconscious thoughts are negative by nature. You can't even like 
You don't even do it on purpose. People will be like, I'm a positive person, but you don't even realize while you're driving to work about how much crap you talk to yourself or when opportunities come or, you know, situations arise, how negative we can be to ourselves. So you literally have to retrain your brain and it's not hard. It's simple. It's just daily. And so something like daily affirmations in the mirror or um, for years, I did sticky notes everywhere. I put sticky notes on my mirror, on my desk, at work. I put sticky notes in places that I would like randomly find them, like in the car or my notebook or my purse. Um, I even got into a point where like for six months, I wrote letters to myself. Matter of fact, where I really had to change the thoughts about myself was last year when I was in the hospital, um, a couple days after I had my son and nobody could tell me if he was going to survive three days after I was devastated. And I'd be lying if I didn't sit here and tell you how many times I thought it was my fault. So I had to write a letter to myself apologizing and venting and saying why I thought it was my fault. And after I read that, I read it a couple times, I ripped it up, threw it away and wrote a nice letter to myself about how I knew I was going to be an amazing mother and my son was going to be fine and he was going to be important and special and just take over this world in the fiercest way possible. You got to retrain those thoughts because it's natural. So there are just simple tips, like simple things that you can do to retrain your brain as well as listening to those podcasts and reading those books. Write down those things you're grateful for every day. I know I've said it a million times, but I'm going to say it again because it can change the game. Write down things you're grateful for in the morning or look over at your spouse and say, hey, good morning. What's those five things you're thankful for? What's those 10 things you're grateful for? Listen, changes the game. And it's not because you're reminding yourself about shit you already know. It's because you are retraining your brain to not wake up and go, oh, I got to get up. I got to go to that place I don't like. I got to take a shower. I got to take the kids to school. No. If you discuss those things, as soon as you open your eyes for 21 days, you best believe on day 22, you're not going to wake up and say those same things. You're going to wake up and naturally be like, wow, thank goodness I have a job. Thank goodness my kids are healthy. It could always be worse. So find a way to begin now, because this is something that's applicable now, to reverse the negative self talk. I think we talked about this before, which was the know who you surround yourself with, but you also got to be prepared to lose some friends. Like if you plan on getting out of that phase or leveling up, um, you know, or achieving those things that you've always dreamed of that people think are unrealistic, you better believe some of the people that are going to think you're the most unrealistic are going to be the people closest to you. And fear not, don't take it personal. It is simply because we don't know how to deal with things we don't understand. So it goes back to that quote, like, if you could only walk a mile in my shoes, your friends may just not understand you. It's nothing personal. It's not that they don't believe in you. They just don't see the vision you see. Therefore, they cannot get excited for you and they cannot support you. And that's okay. You can temporarily break up, go back after you've proved yourself. Um, Another way to get grow through what you go through is keeping your promises. And this is like a, to me, this is like a self-confidence builder. But 
when I say keeping your promises, I'm not talking about the promises you make to your dog or your boyfriend. I'm talking about the promises you make to yourself. And a friend and I talked about this the other day because it was in a book she was reading. But the point is, is that if you are making promises to yourself that you can't keep or to other people, why on earth would other people believe in believe in you? So, for example, if you're constantly late, but you're promising that you're going to be on time, why would people believe you? If you every day, and I'm guilty of this, I'll go a week telling myself I'm going to work out every day and I never make it happen. And then all of a sudden it clicks to me one day like, Jessica, you are responsible for your decisions. The only person keeping you going from to the gym is you. Like, this is your fault. You want it, you'll do it. Clearly, you don't want it bad enough. Go to the dang gym. So keep the promises you make to yourself. And you'd be surprised how well that'll help you build confidence because it's going to allow people to believe in you too. Learn to consider different perspectives. And this is another important factor, which is like really challenging your current beliefs. Find ways in your life that you're not living intentionally or consciously or purposefully, you'd be surprised if you realized that there are moments that we're just really not. And then finding ways that you can live intentionally, intentionally, purposefully, and be conscious and aware how much that will change the game for you and challenge your beliefs and your perspectives. What's false that I believe? What's not serving me. Like if I could only tell you how many things that I grew up believing or knowing, thinking that that was the end all be all. And I was so wrong. Like, (laughs) like money. I had so many issues with money. Um, just issues with money because of my parents and, or the way I was not big, not things that they said, but just the way that I saw them handle money caused me to manage money in very interesting ways. And I never, ever, ever thought it was okay for me to make a ton of money. I thought that was, um, made me not humble and made me a bad person. So when I would make a lot of money, I would spend a lot of money because I felt like I wasn't supposed to keep it. So that is just not simply true. I've learned nothing more now that freedom, uh, money allows for freedom. And freedom is what I want for my life. I want to be able to spend more time with my family and my son and um, enjoy the things with him that do cost money. So that was a belief I had to break. I had I dealt with a lot of fear and anxiety and sometimes I still do, but it simply wasn't serving me. And so challenging that constantly and learning to move forward anyway, well, well worth it. I'll tell you another belief that I'm struggling with right now is college. Now, granted, I'm done. I graduated, graduated twice. I have a master's degree. But after two years after a master's degree, um, I don't make any more money. I don't feel a whole lot more educated. I know that it's something that no one can take away from me. But I see people take jobs and get promotions all day long that don't have what I have and aren't doing what I'm doing. And I hear from friends and colleagues all day long that are dealing with the exact same thing. And I see people making a lot more money than me and doing phenomenal, purposeful work 
who don't even have bachelor's degrees. So I'm just struggling with this whole college concept of like, you know, 10 years ago when they were saying you had to go to college, no ifs, ands, buts, or you would never be successful. Um, I'm willing to challenge that now. I, I disagree. So last of the 15 minute Friday is something simple, kind of integrated in everything we said, make small habits, not hacks. So this goes back to the diet thing, like taking a three-day detox juicing thing to lose 10 pounds is a hack. Will it work? Probably. Will it stay? No. Small habits like the daily affirmations, the um, listening to podcasts, the books, you know, one of the I was listening to an episode of one of the fittest individuals in the world and he used to be 70 pounds overweight and he started by just walking 10 minutes a day and then falling in love with exercising. Like small habits, taking that 10 minute walk, going walking on your lunch break, feeling alone and then deciding to call one of your friends every day and making it a habit because you're, but you're not used to having that conversation every day. We can really get in a place where we, we feel really secluded. So make small habits that lead to big wins and integrate them into your daily life. Like you'll never lose. Think about it. Every time you start to work out after a month, you're like, why, why did I stop doing this? Why don't I do this every day? Look at how good it makes me feel. Same thing, same thing. So you know the deal. Happy Friday. I hope this was helpful. Grow through what you go through it is temporary. Happy Friday, y'all. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.